0: Welcome to Expert Views on ADR Ever, a podcast about simplifying the traditional African method of settling disputes or alternative dispute resolution ADR, in a bid to attract more users to settle their disputes or conflicts with these alternatives mediation, arbitration, negotiation, conciliation, and early neutral evaluation. My name is Chiwa Ebunike, postdoctoral fellow at the University of Brighton, United Kingdom, and the fellow of the American Bar Association, the section of dispute resolution. I am excited to welcome Mr. Kaide Aina to the EVA show. He is the founder of the Multi Door Courthouse in Nigeria. Precisely, he founded the Lagos Court Courthouse, LMDC, the first court-connected ADR center in, Ar- in Africa. Thereafter, he saw its replication in almost 20 state courts, established the Court of Appeal Mediation Center and the Supreme Court Mediation Center in Nigeria. As a lead partner in one of Africa's leading law firms, Aino Blackson, he is known for his professionalism, competence ambition, and visionary leadership. Mr. Kaide wears many hats. So I've left the link to his profile below. Welcome to the show. Let me stop sharing now. Such a, an honor to have you on this on the show, sir.
1: Thank you, chiwe It's yeah, a pleasure.
0: So, oh thank you. So without wasting your time. So the first question is what led to the um birth of the LMDC?
1: Um, I think it's a combination of frustration and the need for change. um frustration on the side of um, the practice of uh, law, um, especially on the litigation track and the delay which that was bringing about in Nigeria. Um, yeah. you know many years ago, about twenty years ago, it was taking such a long time at the level of adjournments were... Uh, quite uh, a whole lot um, in trials uh, in the High Court in Nigeria and and I was, it was my early days in law practice and I then saw that there was the need for a change and something different that could complement the litigation track. I didn't know what could. I had no clue about mediation or ADR generally back then but then that then led me to some level of research and in the course of that as well, there was a client that I was representing and then yeah. they requested for, liti- for mediation to resolve the dispute. Yeah. Then that put me on inquiry. So it was mm-hmm. a combination of all of that that um, gave birth to um, what is now known as the Lagos North Court Courthouse. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so very much. So how far has um, ADR enhanced access to justice in Nigeria?
1: I think in terms of awareness, mm-hmm. I feel that it has gone a long way. I think mm-hmm. in terms of being able to have the um, acronym ADR um, becoming part of the legal lexicon in Nigeria, I think that's also something to say. I think the extent of also judges' um, uh, recognition of what mediation is and understanding much more than anything else the difference between mediation and arbitration. I I think it's possible to say that there is some level of um, success in that regard. Also, to the extent that lawyers in themselves can actually suggest mediation to their clients, especially knowing full well that it is not something that it was taught in law school. I think those are wonderful developments as they were. And what difference has it made? I think it's made a lot of difference, a substantial level of difference um, in terms of access to justice. A yeah. um, whole bunch of cases are not being sent to the legal small title or court house. So I think there's a lot to be said in that regard. But that's also suggests that it's been able to achieve all that it was intended to, or there's no room for improvement. There is still a lot of uh, areas of growth and areas for absolute um, penetration as it were in terms yeah. of improving overall access to justice in Nigeria and Africa as a whole.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you so very much on that. I would say that without, um, it has really enhanced um, access to justice in Nigeria. And of course, uh, researchers like myself, you know, researching on um, ADR and Lagos multi that's, you know, part of the enhancement as well. Um, so is there any uh, measurable difference or impact on the cost and time frame for settling disputes under ADR compared to litigation?
1: I don't think it's even comparable at all. I mm. mean, in terms of the yeah. time difference it makes. I mean, back in the day, I remember that one of the very first cases that the legal small title court has handled mm-hmm. was a matter which had been in court for about 17 years. Yeah. And the matter was referred to the Lagos small title It was a matter that was involved in the former vice president of Nigeria, uh, one chief, Alessi Kwame. I'm able to disclose his name now because he actually did consent to us being able to use his details yeah. um, at that time. Um, is late now, but it was a matter in court, like I said, for about 17 years. Mm-hmm. And it was brought to the Lagos small title Court And within a day of mediation, yeah. that entire case was resolved. So in response to the question as to what's the difference of time frame, mm-hmm. I think it's just not comparable. Mm-hmm. You have mediation that can get done in one day, some in two days. But unfortunately, um, in a number of the cases, even in the multi-docker house, is not getting congested, so to say. But when it compared to litigation, <laughs> I think it's just no basis for comparison at all. Mm-hmm. Mediation holds a great deal of promise when it's handled mm-hmm. properly. Yeah. And when the mediators who are responsible for mediating those cases actually know what to do and how best to go about it. Having said that, this is not to suggest that all cases that are mediated are settled. But yeah. when you compare it to time frame wise mediation is actually faster, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and much more than anything else, it helps to enhance the relationship between the parties
0: yeah yeah all right thank you so very much so um in regards to workplace um conflict or employment relations are employees or workers aware of area options regarding disputes or conflicts that might arise at their workplace
1: i, I believe they are um and i said that that they are but I, I would not say that um that the level of the awareness in terms of employees is as far-reaching as it ought to be. And I think a lot of things are responsible for that level of awareness. For example, the uh, National Industrial Court, which is the um, primary court responsible for employment disputes to a large extent, also introduced an ADR center within its own confines as well. This is part of the the, uh, implications of the replication of the multi-doctoral initiative because the uh, uh, industrial could follow the same template and then establish the ADR center in that regard. Now with the availability of the ADR center the industrial court, it became very possible for employers and employees to have a better level of awareness in terms of what mediation is and what ADR as a whole represents. So that's one way to look at it. Another way to also look at it is that a whole lot more needs to be done in terms of the level of awareness of the uh, labor community as a whole, mm-hmm. when it comes to what mediation is and what mediation can become in that regard. So um, I think it can be a lot better, but mm-hmm. they are they are surely aware.
0: Yeah, so it leads to the second question. Um, the, to what extent are employees encouraged to use it to settle discrimination, bullying, or harassment?
1: Um, I think it, it differs from corporate body to corporate body. Mm -hmm. I don't think one can have a blanket response to that by saying Mm -hmm. that it is encouraged, but it depends on the attitude, the disposition, and also the thinking of the management of every corporation. Some companies are a whole lot in tune with it and they encourage that as well. Um, Some banks, for example, have introduced an ombudsman initiative within their confines of their operations. Some have also set up ADR centers within the confines of their operations. So that don't help to a large extent. So I think it differs. A simple answer to that is it differs from company to company. Some Mm -hmm. have gone really far on it. and then some have not gone very far at all. But overall, I don't think that um, it is one area that you will find a number of, a sizable number of corporate bodies that Mm -hmm. have actually put that in place. As for the public sector, I'm not mm-hmm. very aware as to what mm-hmm. extent um, they've been able to encourage that within okay. the private sector.
0: okay. How about the trade unions? do you Do you know or do you think they're generally supportive of the mediation process processes?
1: Again, you know one of the cases that one of the very first cases that um, lMDC was involved in was actually a case among a trade association and mm-hmm. the and the bank itself. Mm -hmm. On some of the staff, I believe they were laid off, if I remember correctly. Um, And they brought the case over to the Lagos Multidogodal. Again, that was one of the very um, exciting success stories when LMDC got started and that was resolved. So that helped to up the ante as to the promise of LMDC and also the the, uh, essence of mediation in itself as a mechanism to resolve disputes. Um, but unfortunately, if you look at matters like what has been going between the federal government and the association of uh, staff of universities for such a long time, mm-hmm. and the inability to find some kind of common ground after so very many efforts, it begins to make you wonder to what extent can mediation or mediation been deployed in order mm-hmm. to resolve those kind of cases. So. I would not say categorically that there is adequate reference to or yeah. recognition of mediation in terms of dealing with uh, trade union cases, um, you know, to, to a large extent. But is it promising for it? Undoubtedly, it is. Is there a place for mediation on, um, on trade union cases? There's a great deal. If you know in South Africa, that was one area in which they made a lot of progress and great strides have been achieved. In terms Mm -hmm. of using mediation to address uh, trade union disputes.
0: Yes, okay, all right. Um, so why does the trade disputes act prohibit um disputing parties from bringing their grievances um directly before any arbitral body, without consulting with the minister of trade?
1: I'm not aware that there is a provision within the trade disputes act which mm-hmm. says that they cannot directly bring their cases uh, um, to an arbitral body without consulting with the Minister of Trade. Um, I don't think that that sort of provision exists or perhaps my reading has not gotten me to that level of appreciation or understanding mm-hmm. that that is something that must be done. I mm-hmm. believe there are very categorical provisions within the Trade Disputes Act, yeah. which encourages um, the reference or the reference or uh um to mediation in terms of matters to do with trade disputes as it were mm-hmm. but having said that there are of course a number of areas within the trade dispute act itself that is long overdue for amendments mm-hmm. if you know if you recall that this was a this is a legislation that is well over 40 years old i think it was in 1976 So things have changed. At that time, there was no talk of LMDC. There was no place for mediation to a large extent. I mean, structured mediation, that is. I mean, mediation, of course, is as old as the African culture in itself. But in terms of being structured, like what you have in LMDC. So I think there are changes that are required within the trade dispute act itself. But as to whether or not people are encouraged or they cannot bring cases to arbitration or to mediation, Without consultation with the minister, I'm not so sure um, that is uh, absolutely correct. Unless if there is something you may point out to me in that respect.
0: Okay, there is a trade dispute act of 2000, 2004. I think that's where I sort of read about it. Uh, okay, so let's um, let me quickly ask about. Um, okay, okay, so what do you? Um, what is your advice from? um parties or intending um or potential parties um that are yet to use um adr mechanisms and also um for um practitioners that are new to the field
1: i think um not knowing about ADR mechanism um, mm-hmm. for a lawyer, um, it's it's only gonna be lack of that lack of knowledge or lack of understanding or lack of awareness would only be at on the peril of the person's practice or mm-hmm. adequate representation of clients. Yeah. Um, in today's business community I and mean, in today's practice, and also given that having regard to the reality of the fact that transactions are largely borderless, you really cannot, you know, uh, do without knowledge of mediation or having awareness of mediation. Um, In terms of drafting contracts, the era of having a direct reference or referral to arbitration is long gone. You, You have usually a tiered approach to dealing with dispute resolution these days, starting from negotiation to mediation before you then Start thinking about arbitration at all. So certainly, it is only um, it is only wise for any single lawyer to equip himself or herself with the uh, nuances and the essence, and more importantly, the promise that mediation can provide in mm-hmm. terms of full uh, fledged representation of clients. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, thank you so very much. So, final question. Um, The the LMDC um, directors um, touched on restorative justice. So can you please um, summarize how far uh, restorative justice has gone in Nigeria?
1: Oh, wow. You know, I think the uh, the, uh, management directors and the management of the LMDC will be better equipped in order to address that question on restorative justice as to what they're doing. I'm aware about that initiative, but as you know, I'm not in direct responsibility to the runnings of the LMDC any Mm -hmm. longer. But in terms of restorative justice as a whole and its place within the community of ADR, there is no doubt whatsoever in my mind as to what restorative justice can do and what difference it can make in terms of criminal justice administration in Nigeria. Um, There are a whole bunch of... um, um, petty crimes and small time crimes and people have been uh, locked away for so long um, within, within the, the, uh, the prison prisons in Nigeria in which restorative justice can make a lot of difference to them and to a large extent if you also understand the uh, Nigerian um, justice system in itself you will see that for the most part the, 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 the place of the um, victim In terms of crimes, are not are never given contemplation to. It's usually the state that is against the 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 accused person to a large extent, but the victim of the crime is never given consideration to and what can be done in order to sort out the issue between the defendant or the accused person and the victim. And it's on this area that I think restorative justice also uh, does have a great deal of impact. And it's something certainly worthy of uh, consideration and also worthy of encouragement in every way possible. So it's such a wonderful thing that the Lagos Court Courthouse is already working and working seriously on this. And I commend mm-hmm. the yeah. director and the management for this sense of direction.
0: Yeah, thank you so very much sir, for taking our time from you know your busy schedule to um, come on the show. I truly appreciate it. And um, it has been very um you, you know, you touched on on the bed of ADR, you know, gave a prof, um a comprehensive overview on the bed of ADR and how fighters enhanced um access to justice and um while touching on ADR and workplace conflict in Nigeria. I you know it has been <laughs> exciting and um educative as well. Thank you so very much. So um yeah, thank you to my thank constant. You, Yeah, so to my viewers, thank Thank you so very much for your constant support. Stay tuned same time for ADR and workplace COVID. All right, bye-bye, sir. Take care.